0: Hey sinners, you're listening to Simple Cuts, the podcast that takes a look at the wild, weird, and wonderful world of horror. We take a deep dive into some of your favorite movies, possibly uncover some hidden gems, sometimes we even get some stinkers. Thank you so much for joining us. We truly love having you here. Please sit back take a listen and let's get our scare on
1: (laughs) thrill me
2: Hey sinners, I'm Shannon.
0: And I'm Sean.
2: And this is Sinful Cuts. End of the year Sinful (laughs) Cuts. Oh my God. I know.
0: Holy cow.
2: We just did our shortcuts episode where we talked about our favorites of this year of 2023, our top, technically our top 10s. Um, mine was a little weird cause I didn't really have it ranked except for the, my, my last one. Can I
0: tell you that was my favorite part? <laughs> yeah. You're just like, there's no order for me. I am picking this one because it's in front of my face. <laughs> yeah, Here <basically>. you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I went backwards and I just wrote them down as I, as I saw them. Hey, <laughs> but that was a
0: super fun episode. Simple Cuts does it our way. Yes. All right. Yes.
2: Yes. For we're sure. not beholden to the man. No, <laughs> but so we're continuing our holiday horror obviously we go I mean there's actually a lot of holiday horror that uh you know we'll probably have to save uh for the next upcoming years next uh next coming seasons but we could not pass up talking about gremlins no 1984.
1: steven spielberg presents gremlins billy pelser has a nice home
2: billy is that you yeah ma it's me
1: a nice job a nice girl if you're not doing anything this thursday night maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me i'd love to and you're loving parents level. who were about to give him you're gonna like this no 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 don't shake it we're gonna have to open it now we'll wait till christmas the most unusual gift he ever got what is it no it's your new pet come on Barney, be a good dog my dad gave it to me but there are a few things to keep in mind If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. They become clever mischievous. What's going on here? I'm dangerous. huh? Eh? Little monsters. Right. Hundreds of them. Well, I, I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where do they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know, but in a
2: few hours, you're gonna have a major disaster on your hands.
1: Directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. Um,
2: where do we even begin? Should I, should I want me to read the summary?
0: Well, you know For what?
2: those who haven't seen this movie, shame Bef-
0: on you. Before we get into the summary, why don't we talk for a hot second about, you know, masterclass, kissable face, icon of the universe? Joe Dante. Okay. You know? I, I mean, wasn't sure
2: if you were gonna say Joe Dante or Chris Columbus.
0: <laughs> oh boy. I mean we've got oh, all right, sinner. So let's just let's just go through the people that are involved in this film. You got Joe Dante directing. Mm-hmm. You've got Chris Chris Columbus wrote the script. Mm-hmm. You've got Steven Spielberg as an ex- executive producer. Mm-hmm. You've got Jerry Goldsmith as the the uh, composer. I mean, the talent involved with this damn movie is pretty bonkers. Yeah. Um, Joe Dante is probably I mean you think about horror movies and you think about horror movies specifically in the 80s and Joe Dante is absolutely one of those um, directors that has to stand out. I'm not saying that you have to love his work. That's up to you, you know. Right. That's uh, your own personal opinion. But you have to respect that the the filmography that he has. You know, starting with Piranha, which I believe is the 70s, but you've got Piranha that's, Yeah,
2: 1978.
0: I mean, you've got our Battling uh, Werewolf movies in 82, you've got the Howling mm-hmm. and then I mean, he didn't direct uh Uh, American Werewolf in London but you I mean 82 was just a werewolf extravaganza we had two werewolf movies that year (laughs) and it was incredible but I mean the howling is we're definitely going to have to do the howling and I'm putting I'm reaching towards the pen to put that down for creature features in It's
2: it's slowly doing it
0: (laughs) sinners I refuse to look away from Shannon as I reach for my pen because I like making it very awkward for us every time we
1: record
0: (laughs) Um, he's just he, he's you know piranha the howling Inner Space the burbs um the guy he's he he makes these movies and they're very good and, in my opinion and they're very fun yeah you know? a
2: similar vibe uh to this film and granted it wasn't like Christmas time or anything like that but uh 1998 small soldiers oh yeah as well like, absolutely. I absolutely I loved that movie
0: oh my god Shannon tell me you've seen um did you ever see matinee?
2: Have I seen Mad Night? I don't recall.
0: So I'm going to go with I probably didn't. It's with John Goodman. And John Goodman basically plays like a very William Castle type of um, film director and like self-promoter. And it takes place, I think it's in Key West uh, during the um, 60s and the Cuban Missile Crisis. And everybody's freaking out about, uh, you know, are they going to drop the bomb? Right. And John Goodman is promoting this movie called Mantis. (laughs) Oh, I'm pretty sure it's Mantis, well, a band mantis, like the fly. And it's just so much fun and it's so endearing and it's very sweet, but it's, it's just, it, it it's one of Joe Dante's smaller films, but I really, really like it. I Less. like it a lot. <laughs> um, all right, hold on. I'm sorry. I can't do two things at once because I'm, <laughs> I'm literally writing the howling down for a feature feature month. Okay. So <clears throat> that's Joe Dante, uh, you know, in a nutshell, great craftsman he uh he gets this gig because um spielberg had seen the howling um and had specifically seen piranha and he's like you know what of all the jaws ripoffs piranha was the best <laughs> you know and i kind of agree with it
2: yeah i think so too Com- in comparison yeah it wasn't a perfect film but
0: orca i'm blowing you a kiss but i really do like piranha mm. So um, Dante's got the gig. Chris Columbus writes this script based off of nightmares that he had uh, from his apartment where he thought uh, little creatures, little rats, and mice were going to chew his fingertips off. So I just love origin stories <laughs> on how scripts get made.
2: Seriously.
0: But, like, to think that um, that Chris Columbus, who's famous for Home Alone and Mrs. Doubtfire and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's yeah. Stone. Yeah. And he, he wrote Gremlins and his version was actually way darker and your face is telling me you have a lot to say about this so i'm gonna shut up
2: <laughs> so i yeah so okay um so that yeah so it came to him in a many different ways Mentioning mentioned in the mice he uh went to chinatown a lot it was just a little bit more affordable as far as getting food and everything and uh you know looking at all the shops and it just kind of came to him so literally like the shop i think you see in the film was probably replicated to what his actual experience was okay so he wrote yeah so he wrote gremlins um gives um Gizmo was supposed to become like the the, the, the bad guy gremlin, you know, uh, you know, uh, metamorphosis
0: esque creature. Shannon, can 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 we just? Um, I just want to pause for one second because we listened to actual Joe Dante talk about this for just a hot second, then we'll circle back.
3: Okay. Well, the initial idea of Gremlins was not mine. Uh, it came from Chris Columbus, who was a writer uh, who wanted to uh, uh, send out a spec script. Um, Roald Dahl wrote a book uh, that was in the 40s that Walt Disney almost made into an animated feature called Gremlins uh, and uh, some of that ends up in our movie that one of the characters talks about that particular version of Gremlins but as far as the designs go um, Chris really drew pretty much what the Gremlins looked like in his script and uh, when we hired Chris Wallace and his crew to realize them uh, they actually um, uh, Copy basically um, uh, Chris's designs.
2: So, so when Chris Columbus is talking about um, you know how like how the whole thing was supposed to be much darker. So, so we do get the scene of the which we'll talk about more in depth in a little bit. But when the mom discovers the gremlins and we get, first get to see them and the Christmas tree attack, right? And then could be my
0: favorite scene.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's up there. Or,
0: or I'd or, uh, say so it, it could be my favorite set piece. But then, then there's the bar then there's oh. Spike's death. I mean there's a lot. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 but it's yeah, yeah. up there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well yeah, it's it's kind of like the reveal basically. And it was just so well done. But so good. but we so we basically get the scene that we see in the movie and then um and then uh you know, Billy comes home and rescues his mom. Now, what was supposed to originally happen was the mom's head was severed. What now? So he
0: <laughs> who who, who...
2: So, Who got so what? the scene of her getting attacked from the Christmas tree happens,
0: and they kill her. Except the, yes, and, and they, they kill, cut her. Yes. Fucking head at Yes. Oh my god, yes, that was in the script. I want to see this version. <laughs> I mean, the mom is great, and I love that she kills all the all the gremlins yes. and 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 triumphs. But I really want to see. That scene. <laughs>
2: but Billy was supposed to come home to her. The Christmas tree toppled over and her severed.
0: Holy <laughs>
2: Like, cannoli. or he was going to like pull up the Christmas tree and her head was underneath it. Something like that. Oh my god! But yeah. I would but that's um. So this. that's just a snippet <laughs> of, okay. of of ooh, what ooh. what crazy Chris Columbus wrote. Down. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So. <laughs>
0: The guy who wrote Mrs. Doubtfire writes <laughs> a scene where the mom gets decapitated uh-huh. and Billy comes home to find the head. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a wonderful world we live in. Oh, I just absolutely... Yeah. Oh, you just... You made my holiday right yeah. now. Oh, if only that was put to film. You know, you know they changed the script and you know Spielberg was the one who was like, we are absolutely not doing this. And you know Dante was like, can't we though?
2: Yeah, but <laughs> can't can we? we? Just one. Oh, just maybe my, just one.
0: God, I would have loved that. <laughs> oh, I, All right, so fantastic, but... Uh, you, I promised you, I just want to talk about Dante for a sec. Let's mm-hmm. circle back. Let's do the summary. Yep. Because I want to start with the beginning because I have notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: definitely have notes. We may have notes. All right. So here's a summary in case you haven't seen this film. Um, a young man inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolently. Male- I had to, to practice this. Malevolently mischievous monsters in a small town during the holiday season. Dad is a
0: mouthful. I don't know why i did, accurate.
2: I don't know why I did that to myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like,
0: you wait, you're the one who chose this. <laughs> I
2: did. I wrote it down too by myself.
0: Wait, can I do my summary? <laughs> I wanna do my summary. Okay. Neglectful piece of shit dad scrounges up a horrible gift for a kid who absolutely doesn't want it and then doesn't explain any of the rules properly and the town dies because of
2: it. That was probably the original version.
0: I just love, oh my God, I I, I really do love how Hoyt Axton's just like, Hey, can I have this? It moves. I think I think my kid will like it. Who could be anywhere between the ages of 18 and 29 and definitely still lives at home and hangs out with a 13-year-old. So I got a lot on my plate. Can I buy this little critter? Right. I, just, I want the sinners to know we are from New York.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We have been to Chinatown. Yes. No, no one in Chinatown, no matter what story goes in, dresses like they're from the 1860s. <laughs> I haven't seen one, Mr. Wing. I mean, Mr. Wing looks like he's working on the Continental Railroad.
2: <laughs> I'm like, what is happening with, here with his ancient pipe as yes. well? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what is?
0: Why were these choices made? And the answer is sinners, and truthfully, sincerely, the '80s.
2: It, that's all it's we have. All you have to say that's is all the we '80s. Have.
0: There's, we don't need to go any further than that. Whatever <laughs> fucked up vision you may have had, if you did it in the 80s, you're probably going to get away with it. Yeah, pretty So much. Mr. Mister Wing, who is just the worst representation of an Asian character in modern times, <laughs> is of course like, you. nah, I mean, this is a mogwai and you can't have it because you obviously your shit doesn't work anyway and you're probably going to kill this thing before it gets to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> But the um, short round knockoff,
2: and, and you know what his name is? Well, I mean, he obviously he has a name, but like the, in the credits, I mean,
0: like when you say Chinese boy, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, Joe Dante, I just got done praising you.
2: And, and his real name is John.
0: <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, at least they gave him they gave him a, a Yankees baseball cap, which then would be cribbed, mm-hmm. you know, for uh, for um, Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. And I'm just like, this is the craziest store, and this is so bonkers, but I love it. I do love it. I mean, I've, the, the I've searched what? Chinatown for a store like this my entire life. They don't exist. <laughs> yeah. So we we have you know, um, Mr. Pelzer and and you know he, he gets he gets stiff armed by Mr. Wing, but that friggin' John, you know, he's like. I don't know, man. It it, made it worth my while.
2: Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> you can have one of these.
2: I, I, I don't even remember if he gave him a price. No, <laughs> no. You gotta, like, I'm like, what did he pay for for him?
0: Well, Mr. <clears throat> Peltzer probably gave him a shitty invention too.
2: <laughs> it's possible.
0: Oh my god! But uh, I do love. I love the set decoration of the store. I certainly don't love the costume, but I do love the set decoration <laughs> of the store. And I kind of like. I I do love a movie that that begins with with this kind of setup
2: yes you know yes
0: it's really great for a horror movie and all right so shannon i guess we just talk about it this is this is considered one of the quintessential gateway horror movies
2: so it it was also really groundbreaking at the time because of how uh you know cutesy one character was and heartfelt and christmas time and all of that and then the escalation that we get which was creepy but also hilarious and fun um, being the gremlins that's what this so this film actually um, started the whole PG-13 rating
0: this one and um, um <clears throat> PG-13 uh, Temple it, of Doom right yeah it didn't yeah.
2: it didn't exist so people they were like oh, I mean it's pretty violent but it's also kind of cute it's like
0: <laughs> yeah I was just about to shit all over PG-13 but you know what Um, no I won't do that because it actually is useful
2: yeah 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 you
0: know because I'm thinking about a lot of uh, you know
2: it's like a purgatory yeah <laughs>
0: You know, we were talking about it before. I saw Jaws when I was six and I'm still fucked up.
2: So maybe PG thirteen I won't I thing. won't go in the ocean. But like you know
0: <laughs> I, I think the thing that I get a kick out of the most is do these ratings mean anything? Because I if I wanna see a PG thirteen or a R when I was a kid, I found a way. You yeah, know? Yeah.
2: I do I mean, I, I do think there are films out there that have an improper rating. But I, but the ones that do and it fits, then it, the rating works. Yeah. So I, I do get that. Um, yeah.
0: Um, all right. So Mr. Peltzer. I mean, I have a problem with that name. Mr. <laughs> Peltzer brings, brings Gizmo home <laughs> and a very loving family in a very beautiful neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's quintessential suburbia. Wait, what, where are they supposed to be in the country? Same,
2: uh, oh, wait, oh, in the country? Oh, it's, um, I think they're supposed to be in, oh my god, was it supposed to be Pennsylvania? Right? I don't know if they ever say it. Uh, Town of Kingston Falls.
0: But it just, like, it just screams like John Hughes, you know, it, yeah, well, Steven Spielberg. Be, well,
2: it was the same backlot set as Back to the Future.
0: Ooh, can I tell you something? Hmm. Can I tell you something?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love a backlot movie. Yeah. <laughs> I really, really love a backlot movie.
2: Well, yeah, because they could do so much. I just... Especially when, like, mayhem towards the end of the the movie and the gremlins are everywhere. There is so much to look at. There is something always going on in every corner of the screen.
0: I do not enjoy a backlot movie in 2023, soon to be 2024. But if it's the 80s or the 70s, Mm. I really love a backlot movie. Oh, good. I mean, Psycho? (laughs) Mm. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. It's just a weird thing I have, but I... Truly enjoy that. Nice. Oh, uh, just a little fun fact. Same back lot. Their neighborhood, same back lot as uh, Marty McFly's house in Back to the Future.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Woo-woo. I just said that.
0: (laughs) And we've circled all the way back around to Trellis. (laughs) All right. So I'm not the best listener, of this two-person podcast. Oh, all right. That's my dad.
2: Oh, Lord. All right, what's next? Fun fact, I don't listen. I only talk.
0: And all these fucking sinners are out there right now nodding their head. <laughs> Fuck you, sinners. are supposed to be on my side. Oh, Jesus. All right, where the hell were we? So,
2: I don't even know. I think uh, I wanted to mention... Um, I forgot to mention, too, when, uh, Chris Columbus, when he was developing this, the story in his head. So uh, so the, the creatures uh, themselves are gizmo, per, uh, per se. So he's known as a mogwai. So he got the term mogwai. It actually means devil in Chinese. <clears throat> I mean, so... yep. Kinda
0: <laughs> kind of spot on. Kind of. Kind of spot on. Yeah. I do love... Okay, here's another thing. I love backlot movies. also love suburban horror movies. Right. You know? Uh just come on Haddonfield and gremlins and scream.
2: I just love it. Yeah,
0: absolutely love it. So the, this is taking all of my boxes. Um, here's, I, I like the family d- dynamic. He, here's the one thing that I brush up against and I understand they bought, they painted themselves in a corner early on and that is the age of Billy. Right so Billy in Dante's version is going to be much younger that's why Corey Feldman is that's always hanging out with a 13 year old kid mm-hmm. because he was supposed to be in a similar age and they would already hired Corey Feldman and oh. Corey Feldman had a little bit of heat on him from I think it could have been possibly Goonies so for whatever reason or maybe Joe Dante who's had Corey Feldman in some of his movies just really was like no the kid stays
2: yeah he's probably we'll, already contracted in or yeah something. we'll figure yeah, it out yeah
0: so they make Billy older, and Billy's age is confusing for me because I'm like, well, you're hanging out with a 13 year old kid, but you work at the bank. Are you working at the bank because you're done with college, or are you didn't go to college, or like you're anywhere are you in
2: college? From like, like yeah.
0: What is 18 to 26? Yeah, because
2: because where does he eventually, and you live at home? Where does he eventually bring one of the the mogwais? Like, is it the high school? Yeah. Right? Like, that's the high school. It's not even a college.
0: So what they did was, they were like, alright, we'll just make them older. No one's gonna notice this. Yeah. We all notice it. <laughs> we
2: all but notice it. it was the Coke-fueled era of the 80s. They're
0: just like, we'll fix it post! <laughs> we'll fix it post! But they just didn't, they're like, look, we, it's too <clears> much <throat> to change everything, so right. we're just gonna keep as is, but yeah, he goes to a science teacher, and I'm just like, alright, because Judge... Reinhold comes off as someone who's in his twenties and he's got his apartment and we're talking cable and you know, he's, he is of the proper age for Phoebe Cates. And then I'm looking at Billy like, well, you're like this asexual substitute for steven spielberg <laughs> like, it just, it's so weird it's so weird to me but but i get over it but i get over yeah. it
2: because it again like where the movie escalates to like it's not it's not even really about them it, it's about like what ha- what's happening to them and you just don't care by no. the time especially by the time you get to the gremlins and you know and i know like everybody loved gizmo when he when especially like they, they said like, um, in the, in, in the documentary, like making of whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, when, uh, during the, the, the first like, uh, screening, uh, Oh, like everybody, like as soon as he pops out of the box, everyone's was like, Oh,
0: remember when I told you what happened with child's play and Chucky? Yeah. 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 This was, this was it. I mean, you're taking, you're taking a little bit of Yoda. Mm-hmm. And you're taking um, a little bit of, like, your favorite puppy that you've ever seen in your entire life, and your favorite teddy bear, and you're mashing it all together, and this thing was just dynamite. Yeah. So much so that, uh, as Joe Dante explained previously, Spielberg was like, no, 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 this guy's going to become one of our main characters. Yeah. And instead of turning him into the villain, he, you know, we'll fix it so that the villain is comes off of him, and but he can be a main character going forward. Yeah. Yeah to everyone's dismay except steven spielberg yeah <laughs> but joe dante <clears throat> but it like, works joe dante he, he cops to it he's like it was the right move it and really was we hated it at the time but
3: it made the movie
2: it really really did it it was i, I thought it was very smart
3: yeah when it came to the pre-gremlin stage the mogwai uh those little fuzzy creatures that was a little bit more uh, vague they, they kind of were described as little teddy bears and um we did do a lot of research uh, and, uh, and development trying to figure out what to make them uh, look like, and all of which, of course, had to be approved by Steven Spielberg. So um, to speed the process along, we decided to base our designs on his Cocker Spaniel, uh, which uh, had the same color as uh, what became the Mogwai. And uh, he went for that, which was great. And so we built little Mogwai puppets. And um, the only downside came when about three weeks before we were going to shoot the movie uh, Stephen decided that he liked the Mogwai so much and particularly Gizmo the lead Mogwai that uh, he wanted them to stick around for the entire movie that all the other Mogwai could turn into grommels but but uh, Gizmo had to stay uh, a Mogwai through the whole picture and um, we were completely unprepared to do that we only had enough um, design and 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 stuff to make him palatable for about a half an hour, and and now suddenly he was going to become the star of the movie. So we had to scramble to figure out a way to um, upgrade the puppet so that it could look like it could be the star of the movie.
2: <laughs> Fun story about about uh, Zach Galligan is it was uh, during the, the the you know the the screening process where they're watching the film the fi- the, the finished version, so. Uh, going back to uh gizmo deciding you know that everyone decides that gizmo is going to be the the hero of the film and so the the whole end scene with stripe where uh you know he he as billy he's just like yo we have like hold this big fight scene or whatever blah, blah blah he's like and i totally remember i was the one that pulled the curtain down to expose the sun and you know kill him off and everything like that he's like so imagine my surprise <laughs> As he's watching the film, and they make, if you remember, they make it, that gizmo, like, flies across. He's the one that pulls the chain, uh, or the string, or whatever, and pulls up the blinds.
0: Very, shout out to Horror of Dracula, by the way.
2: And he's like, I... Uh, what he's like what happened he's like I didn't get my I didn't moment even, I
0: didn't even get to be the hero
2: no I never, <laughs> and, and then I think he was kind of told like well just fuck you it's about gizmo it's not about you <laughs> how great
0: is it that Steven Spielberg falls so in love with Zach galligan that he gives him the part and then falls so in love with the puppet that he takes most of the hero stuff away pretty much oh my god it <laughs> right, was so- a good fight scene though so, you know, my weirdness aside with Zach Alligan, he does a great job. I'm sorry, Zach. You did you did a great job. I just can't help but recast you in my head, but you're probably <laughs> recasting me in the podcast right now, so that's fair. Yeah, so it's you fair. <laughs> um so alright, we get the introduction of uh of the Mogwai, and then they name Gizmo, and mm-hmm. then we get the rules. And yeah. th- here's look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna piss all over this because it's been done to death. But every second after midnight, yes. it's just always after midnight. Yeah,
2: it doesn't make sense.
0: And if you can't have them drink water, how do they live?
2: <laughs> right. Because the everything rule, it, everything's supposed to need, supposedly needs water. So the supposedly are it, insane. So he never has to bathe. He never has to... Yeah, so it, it doesn't make sense.
0: So thinking about just the concept of, of, of Mogwai in general, mm. out in the universe... Mm. So they're never supposed to be exposed to rain Mm. and never have. Mm. Nor sun. Nor can they ever eat or be in the sunlight (laughs) in the sunlight. I just like you just summed it up with cocaine in the (laughs) 80s. Because nobody was like Hey, wait! Hot sec! These three rules are fucked. <laughs>
2: well, also, t- but also too, like the actors, like it, it, are in the in the in the movie, like you know the, the the you know the father explains you know to the son, and he's just like holding the and he's holding. Yeah, Billy's Gizmo, not like. Well, hey, like, Dad, oh, what am okay. I supposed to feed him then? Yeah, he do- well he doesn't ask any questions at all. He goes, oh, okay,
0: Shannon. How many hours is it before Billy fucks up the first rule?
2: It's the first night. Two? I think, I think it's the first or second night. I believe it's the first night. It's. I think so. I'm
0: watching the movie and I'm like, time. Yeah, because
2: because uh, uh, Corey, I forget his friend's name that Corey Feldman plays, but Pete. Pete. Yeah. Okay. So Pete comes over. Yeah. Like later that night, he's like, "Oh yeah," because he's like, "Oh, what's this?" And it's and like nobody is surprised or in awe of this new creature. It's a new species and everyone's. A whole, a like, whole new cool. species. Yeah, it was like, oh cool. neat. It just it looks exactly like a puppy. No, it fucking doesn't.
0: If you came down here and Charlie had the head of a bat <laughs> and the body of an iguana, you might have questions. <laughs> I might have questions. Yeah. But this is look, but this is the balls of <laughs> Spielberg and Dante being like, hey, you know what? Fucking, we're just gonna forge ahead.
2: And you have Columbus in the corner, like I wanted to sever the mom's head. Yeah, he's like, Can
0: I... you know, I'm gonna get into a lot of cutesy stuff in my future. Can I kill some people now? You know,
2: so, so it was just, it was, so, it's such a bizarre setting that you just like. You know, I guess we're here, and I guess I just have to go with it.
0: I guess we could say that horror horror has a, some asks of you as a viewer, and one of those in in horror and sci-fi are suspension of disbelief. Mm -hmm. This movie really takes the piss. (laughs) You know, this movie's like, we're gonna push the envelope here, people. But... Who cares? It's yeah. so much fun, and it like I said, really,
2: really is. It's
0: been discussed to death online. It's been discussed to death on podcasts. But the rules are utterly and truly fucked. Which kind of, at this point, makes me love them even more. They could the the, the the fourth rule can't breathe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> don't let them breathe. Don't let them breathe. You know? That's why he's in a box, <laughs> airtight, no holes. <laughs> like, like this thing shouldn't exist.
0: Mister Wing is so right. He's so right. He's, I mean, oh, Mr. Wing, we should have listened. <laughs> so all the weirdness aside with Billy is somewhere between the ages of 18 and 53. <laughs> 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 and he's still living at it home. It's all good. We get this very warm setting, and they all love each other. You know, yeah. I feel it just. You know, look, uh, Mac Gordley and Ross. I'm so sorry to, to, to you know cr- crib your your saying, but it is so cozy. It's yeah. such a cozy environment, and the neighborhood is like I said. It's a typical suburban neighborhood that you get in the movies. You know, and then we get introduced to Billy's life in the bank and then we're introduced to uh, Mrs. Deagle piece of garbage Mrs. Deagle yeah
2: she was like the so, so, uh, so another thing with Chris Columbus writing this film he did kind of take uh, it, the reason why it was also a Christmas setting um, because he actually took it ironically enough because the movie literally just came out uh, he took it from It's a Wonderful Life
0: you can I mean it's all over this damn movie yeah all over this damn yes. movie yes I mean yes. especially that when once Mrs. Deagle walks in you're like ah uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Oh, shoot. Shannon, we kind of, we we went right past it. I think we need to talk about, because this is 84, let's just talk about uh, Corey Feldman. He's not in the movie a lot. Yeah, not a lot at all. Let's just talk about his 80s run. I mean, it's pretty friggin' impressive.
2: It's very impressive. We got,
0: in no order, we've got Gremlins, we've got um, uh, uh, Goonies, uh, Goonies. we've got Stand By Me.
2: You got uh, 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 a License to Drive.
0: License to drive. I
2: almost said be quiet and drive. But I'm like, no. Have,
0: <laughs> um, we even have Friday the 13th part five? five. Or four,
2: yeah? four
0: or five. Four. Or six. Well, or... Four
2: and five.
0: Oh, yeah. Really? No. Hmm? Four Sinners, and five. Yeah, help us out. We're a little caught on the number, but he was definitely in a Friday the 13th. Absolutely. Um, I feel like we're missing a gigantic Either I'm thinking Lost of Boys.
2: Oh, yeah. Duh. Jesus. Lost Boys.
0: Oh, shame so, on me. I went to college with one of the Frog Brothers. Oh, really? Of course, not Corey Feldman, the other one. Okay. Guess His dad is Chekhov from um, Star Trek. Huh. Original series. Wow. I'm in the, you know, lobby of my dorm, and his dad picked him up, and I was like, that's Chekhov, and that's the Frog Brother. And then I walked right past them.
2: <laughs> and that is the end of the story. They didn't
0: know me, and I didn't know them. <laughs>
2: they seem like
0: lovely people
2: that's so random
0: oh yeah well, did I tell you my Famke Jansen Goodfellow story <laughs> for the 11th time <laughs> so anyway Corey velman's he's got a hot hand here he also was in the Burbs I mean I know it wasn't like a, a Super Smash or anything but he's got a little What's Dante there? Dante really likes him you know yeah um yeah he had a real run in the 80s for
2: sure he really did and he's got a something now I'm mm-hmm. not <laughs> Or <laughs> the, the shrug uh, emoji. Yeah. That's what I got now. Uh, so. I don't know
0: if I want to
2: get into it. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm going to segue back to Gremlins. <laughs> Just, Corey,
0: cherish your 80s run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about mm-hmm. that? mm mm-hmm. um, Okay. So, uh, we, we basically, with, with Mrs. Deagle, we have the what we think is... Uh, modern
2: day Scrooge,
0: right? a modern-day Scrooge, in a way. Kind of establishing our film villain. It will not be. But we're thinking that right now. The well, wants to kill the dog. Right? Oh, my God. Can right. we talk about this dog for a second? Okay. The, the most adorable dog ever put on film. I know. Oh, my God. Mushroom, who plays Barney, right? Okay. Yeah, Barney. Yeah. But his name is Mushroom. How cute is that? Oh. This dog is a phenomenal actor.
2: How? Like, okay, so there's a scene where, now the the, the gremlins are, well, they well they didn't transform into gremlins yet. I think they're still the Mogwais, but, you know, obviously because he gets them wet. Um, you know like other like little mogwai little puffballs just pop out and grow yeah. again they were not surprised about it they were like oh I get this is happening now
0: the- nobody in this film asks a question <laughs> no one the only one who has a question is poor Glenn Thur- Thur- Thurman who, for his troubles, gets killed.
2: Yes, basically. <laughs> basically, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's only two kills, really, the whole film. If you Unless you want to count the gremlins, but... Wait, what, does Futterman die? Because
0: Deagle dies. He does not. We You're think, right, Futterman we, doesn't die.
2: We think... But, but by the end of this movie, we think that they do, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Futterman, but they're in the sequel... Spoiler alert. 100%
0: right. Yeah. You're 100%. Yeah,
2: they're both in the sequel. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I,
0: just, I just got a poise right there because we would not be able to call ourselves horror movie lovers if we didn't acknowledge Dick Miller, Dick Miller. who plays Mr. Futterman, who isn't just damn near every Joe Dante film yes. in some capacity. Yeah, there's
2: way too many to even...
0: Dick Miller, yeah. who played the original Seymour in Roger Corman's, um, oh my god, I just said the character name and a little shot of horrors. Yes, <laughs> Jesus. Um, Dick Miller is just an all time. He's just one of the great character actors of all time. Yes, I love that guy.
2: Yeah, I oh. think he's great.
0: Um, that's it. Just wanted to give Dick Miller some plays, plays, play, fucking plays. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm going to pull the teeth out of my mouth. And I'm going to insert candy corn, because it couldn't be any worse.
2: Oh, my God. If you have candy corn teeth. Please.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay. So now, all right, we got Mrs. Deagle, and we're thinking, oh, this is the big bad. And she wants to kill Barney. And what the fuck is going on here? And how old is Billy? And and then we kind of get Judge Reinhold as, like, the soft baddie, but... Then they're in the bar. Oh, my God. Again, Gorley Rust, apologies. That is the coziest fucking bar. I want to go to that place. Oh, my God. (laughs) We just
2: have to to go to the back lot in Hollywood and get there.
0: (laughs) I love back lots so much. I just love them. It just screams Hollywood and old Hollywood and fun Hollywood. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. So, um, but now we have the um, germination. Kind of like little... Maybe like maybe a purposeful call, uh, shout out to alien.
2: You know, uh, kind of like oh, gooey
0: the, the, and pulsating. Oh, oh, oh!
2: Yes, yeah. so when they get into like their sacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because they ate after midnight.
0: It's fucking Billy. It's <laughs> fucking Billy get, gets Gizmo wet. G- eating after midnight because I mean, to be fair, they fucked with the clock. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah. They chewed, they chewed the wire so his so,
0: clock
2: uh, stopped working.
0: But still, it's like, Billy, you know how long you've been up during a day.
2: <laughs> you know? But anyway. It I'm, is It is not 11.50 I, I, for I, I, a couple of hours. <laughs> I'm
0: doing what I, call, what I say other people do that drives me nuts when I'm nitpicking a movie that if you want to nitpick you could spend seven months on it. I gotta let it go. <laughs> I gotta let it go. I really do love this movie and it's so much fun. I gotta stop nitpicking. <laughs> so... So now, now we start, now we get our true villains. Yes. Because now our, I mean, what do we call, what do we, we've got Mogwai, who is Gizmo. And a, we're,
2: and then the Gremlins.
0: Who are still and, and
2: they, yes, yes. So I was just wondering if they had a, another
0: name. Um, I don't think.
2: No, I don't think No, that. I think they always had Gremlins and, uh, and and they did utilize this in the film where they wanted, because um, again, another thing with, with Chris Columbus, going back to writing it, he remembered, uh, i Fuck me, I forgot what, if it was his grandfather or his father that, you know, said like, oh, there's like an, an old wives tale in World of, War um, Two right? uh, of Gremlins getting in the machines, which I, I think it was just an expression.
0: Well, of... I know that during World War Two, like it was a thing with especially with the, you know, the bombers, the B-17 bombers and the Air Force, I guess. <laughs> That they're like, yeah, I mean, something goes wrong with your plane. It's the, the gremlins got into it, you know. It just kind of ger. I'm using this word germinated a lot today, but it just started <laughs> then. Yeah, and I know that there's a rolled doll, maybe like a novella. Okay, that is about a gremlin. Okay, which Chris Columbus says also helped him to create. Or in some ways, germinate. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> in some ways, create a larger picture of what Gremlins would be. So this was a, this was the thing, and then then Joe Dante's like, "Wait, let me make... let me." really paint the picture for you, and Mr. Futterman's wearing his gear from World War Two. <laughs> like, I got you, fam. <laughs> He's like, what, this This is my bomber jacket and cap from the B-17 I was in.
2: And he drove his, didn't he drove his, like, plow truck or drove something? his
0: tractor to his the bar, tractor, his which tractor. I'm like well played Mr. Futterman <laughs> well played he's adorable I mean the way Phoebe Case takes care of him at the bar and she convinces him that he should walk home he's like you know what I'm gonna walk home yeah it's it is
2: adorable this
0: is just a soft sweet it's just such a gush movie and then a lot of people get killed. <laughs> or not, Some people get killed, but a, the I town think, gets destroyed and a lot was, of people get hurt. I
2: think you assume, yeah, that other people probably got killed. But so we technically in this movie, again, we get like four. Mr. and Mrs. Fardiman, who we think um, obviously they... Just take that How they survived I don't, I don't even think they explain it In the sequel I don't remember that But yeah But the sequel is a whole other conversation Which we'll probably get Maybe we'll touch on it Maybe a little bit Oh
0: I love the sequel <laughs> Yeah we, we'll talk about it for a hot for second For a hot second I do love the sequel
2: <laughs> So uh, yeah when we conclude I think we'll, we'll mention it but, uh, but yeah but other than that It was yeah The high school science teacher Yep And Mrs. Deagle Yeah Oh and by the way They could read Right, they're not allowed to eat, they're not allowed to get wet or bathe, but they could read. Because they saw uh, Stripe saw um like deagle estates, right? Like she owns like yeah. the, whatever. And um and he's and he says he's a like, deagle, 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 deagle. And I'm like, so you could read?
0: <laughs> Gizmo drives a car at the end of the movie. It's, well, yeah, it's everything.
2: And he knows how to because he watched Yeah.
0: That's how I learned to drive.
2: <laughs> Same.
0: Never took driver's head. I just watched an old episode of Matt Houston, and I was like, got it. Ready to go. Mom, hand me the keys.
2: <laughs> Looks easy.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so we establish some of our set pieces here. So we, we've we got Phoebe Case is working on the bar, and she's got a sob story. We're not really sure what it is, but we'll definitely find out. Yeah. Mm. Um, we have a nice, cute relationship between them, and Billy asks her out, and we have the, you know, a little budding romance here. Yeah. Uh, Judge Reinhold, who I read, was supposed to be killed in the movie. He actually was supposed to become more of a, like, a true baddie. Okay. And he was gonna try and kill Billy at the end of the movie, but then he would get eaten uh, by the gremlins.
2: Jesus. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um... But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of variations where that Chris Columbus script like in, in, got
2: in an alternate universe. I'm telling you, that movie exists. Damn, I wonder
0: if the original script's out there. I'm gonna look for it because that would be a blast to <laughs> that, see that. That would be cool to read it.
2: So let's circle back because you, yeah. you, uh, you you were talking you well, you were talking. Uh, well, this movie's all over the place, so I think that's we why we're, we're sure. naturally being just talking <laughs> all over the place because it's just that wild of a movie. But when um, so when when we have the sacks. Uh, and the the gremlins are um, hatching or hatched yes. basically at this point. So the mom, this was a really cool scene because again, like we, we, we established the fact that they have a close tight knit family. They are adorable. They forgive their father obviously time and time and time again and um and we'll, we'll get to another scene a funny scene with the father in a second but the scene where now the gremlins are basically revealed right and we first see him uh you know eating cookies or whatever in the kitchen caught freaking havoc in her kitchen dude okay she turns fucking badass she doesn't even flinch she's just like there's a fucking gremlin eating my fucking christmas cookies i'm gonna get them
0: now, and she fucking starts the, the, don't you feel like this is the scene where Joe Dante's like this is why you hired me let me show um, you what I can do
2: oh yeah maybe
0: you yeah. know yeah yeah um, yeah look shout out oh
2: my god cause this is like, probably the first like violent p- part right where she
0: truly she, because because truly. then the
2: next one she fucking stuffs him in a microwave
0: microwave is probably my favorite color
2: that's, uh, that's insane
0: I really love Spike melting and then coming out of the fountain at the end and like I love that. Can I blow mic- your
2: mind really fast? Give it to me. Because you keep saying Spike. And I feel like a lot of people say Spike. Stripe. His name is Stripe. Why do I keep saying Spike? Because it naturally f- rolls off, I think. Stripe. But yeah.
0: I watched the wrong movies. I watch fucking Munchies. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go. Did you, watch, sorry. did you watch Ghoulies? I watched <laughs>
2: Ghoulies.
0: <laughs> Stripe. Yes. So sorry.
2: No, that's okay. I, that's no, why I'm like, can I blow your mind? Do, like, do you think his name is Spike? I and, wa- and I'm wondering if Sinners, if you believe his name is Spike, it's not. It's Stripe.
0: I was watching Buffy. <laughs>
2: and I totally screwed it up. I loved Spike.
0: Thank you for correcting me. That's okay. So, the reveal of the gremlins and the kitchen fight, I think, are like, yeah, that's the first. That is where we actually see the gremlins in action. But that is my favorite set piece of the movie. Because all of a sudden, you're like, we're watching this thing, and it's kind of like Spielberg, cutesy, cutesy, and we like it. Don't get me wrong; yeah. we're kind of loving all the. Yeah, we're enjoying s- it. Like, oh, it's like a warm, toasty sweater, and then Joe Dante's like, "da da da da." <laughs> <laughs> He's not directing this. I <laughs> huh, am. Yeah? Just like Toby Hooper was like, "da da da da." <laughs> He's only executive producing Poltergeist. I'm directing it, and skeletons come out of the pool. You know. <laughs> so I mean, there's a there's such insane. Uh, Spielberg influence on both this and Poltergeist by the way I'm gonna I'm going to ask you a question sidebar Mm -hmm. Um, do you think this is in my opinion this is the last Spielberg movie where he truly leans into anything truly truly dark and truly truly genre. I'm not saying you don't get it in Jurassic Park. There are definitely moments. Yeah,
2: cuz I was just going to say definitely in, Jur- in Jurassic Park. For
0: sure, but it's not a genre movie. That's a, that's an action movie. Yeah. You know? I agree. I feel like this is this is his truly and I'm, I'm look Schindler's uh, Schindler's List horrific. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm talking about genre. You know, this is his last go about.
2: But cuz he well he I know he's obsessed with uh war with war movies. And history and, family. and things like that. And family. And yeah. family. Yeah.
0: I really I really wish that, that he would just dip a toe back in. Mm-hmm. Executive produce some more horror. Sinners, if I'd missed one during the 90s or 2000s, holy cow, please call me out on it. I can, I'm going I can't through think... the Rolodex right now. Yeah, I can't yeah, think I, of any. I can't
2: think of one right now either.
0: I, it's a very short list. I mean, you've got Jaws, which is a horror movie. I oh. mean, let's just oh, yeah. settle that right now. Oh, yeah. Possibly one of the Best horror movies ever made. Mm -hmm. You got shows, you have Close Encounters, which has, which ultimately turns out to be more of a soft, inclusive, hey, this is great, but starts with very, very horror vibes. Right. Then those, he's directing those. Then you've got executive producing um, Poltergeist and Gremlins. I really do think this is it for him. I think so too. Yeah, I'm out yeah i think so okay all right i just want to i want to get your opinion on it i make sure i'm not crazy but
2: i might have to look it up later now just to make sure
0: sure would just yeah dip a little toe back in there yeah you know maybe maybe we'll get it yeah no look he's 76 years young (laughs) (laughs) that's all sorry about that i said to have my spielberg tangent there um So now with the introduction of the gremlins, true mayhem ensues in this movie, I think at this point with the mom and those insanely awesome, awesome graphic kills in the kitchen and then Billy coming home and actually he gets the one to decapitate, you know, he cuts the head off the gremlin. Remember with the sword that falls off the wall?
2: For yeah, oh yes, yeah, because then he looks and sees stripe, and stripe b- bursts out the window. Yes, so yeah, so he was technically the fourth one. So
0: like Chris, right. Chris, you got your decapitation, just wasn't the one you're <laughs> thinking of, <but laughs> Just wasn't, it.
2: just wasn't the mom. We got a
0: decapitation. So um, now I feel like the movie goes from soft and warm and Capra-esque to a uh, mashup of a uh, Warner Brothers cartoon and an EC comic, yes. right? <laughs> and boy, oh boy. I mean, just saying, those words in my mouth felt delicious. <laughs> oh my God.
2: Because now, well, now we're introduced to the bar scene, right? Yeah. The, which to me is a kind of equivalent to uh, this, a Star Wars cantina s- set.
0: Oh my God. It's there's... Possibly better.
2: <laughs> I mean, possibly better.
0: Ooh, I don't, I'm not picking any fights. They're there's, both great.
2: There's so much going on. And they, this is when like things get interesting. So now we see all the gremlins. You got the drunk gremlins, just
0: st- the
3: flasher
2: singing. The flasher, the, yeah. The
0: crook with the ski mask and a tiny gun.
2: There, <laughs> they the best. The, oh yes, the, the, the one best. with the there was the, there was a, a flash dance one. Yeah. A, you get and why do we get that? Because of the eighties.
0: <laughs> the hooker. The hooker. <laughs> a hooker.
2: The hooker. The Frank Sinatra guy. Is It was.
0: <laughs> I mean. If you, if you get to this part and you're like, this is ridiculous. This movie wasn't for you. No. If you get to this part and you're like, shoot this shit into my veins for eternity,
2: then, <laughs> then you should be listening to this you. podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this scene is just so great. Like, it, it's worth it just to watch this
0: one scene. Damn, is this the best set piece of the movie? It is. Absolutely. I it is. It, it because it, it is. Is. it's just like... It just keeps escalating and escalating and getting crazier and crazier. And poor Phoebe Cates is like, I just, like, my shift is over. I just want to go home. So just a, just a, you know, not a lot happens other than, you know, Mrs. Deagle gets killed in a very EC Comics way.
2: Oh, God. Uh, that, that, it, that was that's, great. I was going to say, that's probably like my second. Speaking of Escalates, Right?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. We pa- we pass over poor uh, uh, Glenn Thurman's death, the uh, science teacher. So, originally.
2: Which you don't really get. Uh, you just you get the body.
0: Originally, uh, Chris Columbus and Dante were going to have him laying on a, uh, his desk, and there were going to be a hundred needles in his face. Oh, Lord. Instead, he gets one in the butt. Okay. And, you know, softer. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Let Dante be Dante, damn it. <laughs> but we never would have... I mean, we never would have gotten the movie that it was unless Steven Spielberg probably reined everybody in and was like, guys, come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, oh, keep it, keep it, family.
0: Come on. Tr- trust me. <laughs> so um, we get Deagle dead. We get the. Um, we get uh, poor Glenn Thurman dead. We uh, now... We're uh, well,
2: assuming the Futtermans are dead.
0: We're assuming the Fuddermans dead. I uh, we skipped over the fact that why are there so many Gremlins? Because they go to the YMCA, submer uh, stripe, submerges in the pool, and it's which, just like which it's is jibby actually pop popcorn,
2: which is a very creepy scene. yeah! That, that I I just remember like so. If you remember the um, you may have to like maybe play uh on, you know, like the the actual like um the the it's like a, not even a song, it's a
0: noise. I will. You and, know what, sinners, and this is what it sounds like it's oh time God <laughs>
2: But it was just so creepy, and like that, like the, the fog, and the you know, like and Billy is alone, Shannon,
0: like in the pool. How many kids do you think parents took to this movie? Because they're like, oh yeah, this is a, you know, it's a cool little puppet movie. Mogwai's on the poster, yeah. Like oh, the kids are gonna love this. Then they get Mrs. Peltzman almost getting you know, a fricasseed in her kitchen, <laughs> and a decapitation in the living room by Billy. And this scene, which is crazy hammer horror on crack cocaine scary for kids. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's great. It
3: looks like,
0: these movies that are so, they're quintessential for young viewers to see, so that they cut their teeth, and they're like, alright, I I saw this, I, I, maybe I can handle American Werewolf, and it's like, "Well, no, you can't." No, have at it, <laughs> yeah. but, but by all means, right this way.
2: God, <laughs> Curtain I love it. reveal, but uh, awesome. no, but so you understand, like the debacle of of the rating. Like I'm like, all right, it's not really PG, but it's really not R either. It's not. It's really not. It's not. Yeah. I so
0: wonder, I wonder what got cut.
2: Um, I'm curious on that too. Actually, we I know what didn't
0: get filmed.
2: Beside your mom's head getting cut.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and a hundred needles in the face.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what got cut. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's get Columbus on the phone
0: now. Could you imagine? <laughs> Chris, question. We
2: have, we
0: have so many questions,
2: unlike anybody did in the eighties. Do you think he'd be like the fucking Spielberg? Cut my script to shreds. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably not.
2: No, probably not. I think he he seems to appreciate what this movie has become. Um because it, it was pretty I think it was an overnight success, honestly. I do think it was uh number four movie of right, three Yeah, I think it yeah, was it liked right away, yeah.
0: Made Joe Dante's career. I mean yes. he was he he says two things. He's like, I have no idea why this movie is a hit. He still is like, I have no idea. Maybe like, maybe but, it was
2: Howie Mendel. But he's like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> Howie Mendel, motherfucker, milk that gizmo voice forever.
2: Yes, <laughs> And he said he would. He would absolutely do another one.
0: Oh, I'm sure he would. <laughs> oh yeah, Howie. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> you, you Sure, you can fit it in. <laughs> you
2: can fit it in a busy schedule. I don't know I don't wh-
0: I don't why I turned against Howie Mandel so I quickly. I
2: know, like, like, what's wrong with Howie like, Mandel?
0: No opinion about him whatsoever, but I came off like, oh, this fucking guy.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Sorry? I don't know.
0: Uh, Frank Welker, uh, of Looney Tunes fame, all the voices, and Scooby-Doo, and all the voices, Frank Welker is doing the Gremlins and Stripe. Oh, and that's right. How he's doing Gizmo?
2: Yeah, that's right. I do remember that.
0: So good on you, Frank Walker. Yeah. Fucking Howie Mandel taking all your <laughs> shit. Frank Walker. This <laughs> <It's> team Walker. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> so, now um, we get the uh the movie theater scene. Like we well, you know, basically at this point it's just we're dining out on Gremlin mayhem all over town and it's escalating and escalating and then um, we get him in the movie theater and uh uh, Billy and uh, Kate, Kate, right?
2: It's Kate. F- F- Phoebe. Wait. Phoebe Cates Phoebe Cates' character. Yeah, that's a- yeah. She's Kate. Sorry. Yeah,
0: they have the great idea. Blown. I wasn't sure up. if
2: you were just saying her last name or her
0: or her. <laughs> or I was calling my daughter.
2: <laughs> or or <Kate>? you called. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs>
0: Hey, you creeps out there! My daughter's <laughs> name is not Kate; it's Marjorie. Oh. <laughs> I threw them off the scent, Shannon. We're good. All right, <laughs> they'll never know.
2: <laughs> Maybe they'll be like the '80s and never ask questions. No, she's going because it feels good, just and I'm going... so
0: high on cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so now, now we um, we've winnowed everything down because we kill all the gremlins, uh, or so we think, and now it's the showdown between Billy gizmo and stripe yes and this this actually when i'm watching it again and stripe shoots billy with with the arrow with like the dart arrow i'm like hey this this is a lot more violent than i remember Yo, like, yeah it
2: was very violent he had the the chainsaw the um uh, what what else did he have i felt like there was, oh did he have like um i don't know what they're they're for but didn't he have like saws that he was like throwing at him too
0: yeah yeah right um you're but 80s, you're interplaying this with cutesy Gizmo driving around in the which,
2: car. Which I thoroughly enjoyed. You know?
0: <laughs> so you're like, oh my god, they, they, he's gonna get chainsawed in the face, but this guy really knows how to work he, the stick shift. You
2: know? He knows how to do it. <laughs> 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 and he looks adorable doing it. I and know. we love it. <laughs> I don't
0: know why I, I'm gonna say this. <clears throat> it's so it's so mean and stupid. Zach Galligan, I'm so sorry it happened to you, but I love the fact that they took away
2: <laughs> it took away your hero, hero moment. moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, this poor guy must have watched the finished product of the <clears> screening <throat> and been like, my big moment's coming up. <laughs> Check me out. And he's like, what the
2: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the interview, it's somewhat kind of like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: Um. So, uh, do you want to tackle. I-
2: I wanted to talk about the designs of the of the, of the puppets really Please. fast. So, because how smart was it, right? So where they d- knew that they had to go through, you know, once obviously Spielberg, you know, decided, like, we have to keep Gizmo as is. Um, but now we get, somehow get other characters that turn into the Gremlins, uh, per se. But how smart was it? Like, if you look at the, uh, I can't think of the correct word, but the... Uh, Basically like for the metamorphosis process, the, uh, the, the, like the, basically the DNA, uh, map, right? Like, like the ears are the same, you know, Oh, but just
0: a little different or a little off.
2: Yes. Yeah. Like, right. Like, like uh, they're two completely different, um, designs, but the fact that you can tell they come from the same species. And I just thought that was so smart. And the, uh, it, these puppet, they, it still holds up today because of the work. Like even the, like, there's no CGI in this film, which, it, you know, it, again, it didn't need Pre-CGI. it.
0: Pre-CGI. Yeah.
2: It was very pre-CGI. Even the scene where, where Stripe, after he jumps in the pool and he gets the, you know, the lot of them, basically, you see them all. That was stop motion animation. Yes. Yeah. That. So it was. Let's give a
0: shout out to Chris Wallace. He's the dude who he's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Creature yeah. design. Yes.
2: Yes. So I, I. just. I just wanted to give that. Yeah. I just wanted to discuss that. And one. <laughs> so like everyone, because it's kind of funny when you watch. I think it was. I want to say. Not in the making of, I think if you watch the film, um, you know, cause if you're old like me and have the, uh, a thing called a DVD, uh, you can watch <laughs> with the commentary on. So, old. so the, <laughs> so the, the designers, they kind of laugh because they're like, I know everyone loves Gizmo and he's so cute, but because of how many puppets that they had and because it was, um. Kind of a figure it out as you go, yeah. Basically, type of project. They it was always not working and malfunctioning, and he always had like a bunch of wires like under him, which is why most of the time he's like in in something like he's in a hat and one scene. He's usually in Billy's uh, bag or pocket or in the laundry. But there's one there's one funny scene because I found this hysterical. So <laughs> the scene now where the the gremlins have hatched. And they are throwing darts at Gizmo. You remember that scene? Yes. And the scene, like your heart, like breaks because, like his face. But just... when they
0: hang, uh, uh Barney. The
2: uh, I, I know, These right? These cricks, right? So, but th- if you remember the scene <laughs> where, okay, so the, the the throwing darts at Gizmo, and Gizmo was shaking, yeah, because obviously he's scared. Kid oh, wow. you... <laughs> it was a puppet that was malfunctioning. <laughs> You gotta be kidding. Me. And that's what they decided to do with it. He's like, they couldn't get the fucking thing to work. So he's like, we just decided to make it that he was scared. And we just decided, like, the, again, the Looney Tunes thing where, like, darts are getting thrown at you. They put them on the dartboard. Shannon,
3: we <laughs> have talked
0: about this so many times. The magic of Hollywood.
2: <laughs> the magic of movies.
0: The magic of movie maker. <laughs> Our album drops, by the yeah. way, in February, Sinners. All right, we'll let you know. It's coming, we'll you know. it's coming.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I just wanted to to talk about that scene really fast.
0: <laughs> was... I'll piggyback on that. Um Joe Dante says that uh a, because a lot of the scenes are are darker, mm-hmm. he's like we use that to camouflage a lot of the of the just banana <clears throat> stuff that we had to hide. Okay. In this movie. So he's like, you know, the, like the bar scene Dark scene, yes. bedroom scene, dark scene. Not like dark, like re- you can't see really anything. But really cool lighting,
2: though. Yeah. Like, I thought, I, th- I enjoyed that.
0: The, the red and green, like, the red, greens and blues in this movie, right. especially the red and the green, so great. I mean, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, just so incredibly fits. great. Fits perfectly. But yeah, I mean, these, these people know what they're doing and they know their limitations and they actually know how to cover this stuff up and they do it beautifully in this they, movie. It works so well. So we look Gizmo saves the day we get spike falls into the fountain and dies and melts and melts essentially but he gets that one great villain moment where he leaps out and then his bones clatter and his <laughs> eyeballs roll out it's so good it's so great it's so damn good <laughs> um, and then look essentially we get the the resolution kind of like the uh, you know the epilogue in the movie. Mr. Wing comes back to the house, mm-hmm. addresses the family, and is just like, look, you should have never had this to begin with. I'm taking it back, and you're not responsible enough. Maybe someday. Maybe someday, but not now.
2: Mm-hmm. Which, you know, kind of, look. And then you get the cute moment where he's going, bye-bye,
0: Billy. bye, bye Billy. Mm-hmm. Is there Boop any chance nose? that this Billy in Gremlins is the same Billy from Black Christmas? your mind was perfect you literally for a nanosecond were like is it possible
2: he goes crazy (laughs) because he misses his mock 1.
0: look i'm just saying this is either post black christmas and he's hiding with the peltsman's Peltzers, or it's pre and he lost his mind I'm just saying that the name Billy, it's odd that they're both named Billy. He's like, oh, 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 oh,
1: oh,
2: why do you want to make gizmo? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to go back and watch, re-watch Black Christmas and see if he mentions any gremlins in his uh, rants.
0: I'm just saying, it's out there. You know? but the, the seed has been planted. This is my favorite scene in the movie because it's so insane. <laughs> Mr. Wing takes Gizmo... And starts walking down the street. A street we've seen many times during the movie. And it's a map painting. And it looks like a Hooverville from 1920. (laughs) It's a completely different neighborhood. It's not even a neighborhood. It's a shantytown. And it's also snowed five feet. And I'm like, why? I'm like, where is this? (laughs) And for a hot second, I'm like, did Mister Wang leave the front door? But he's magical, and now he's going back in time or something. It's so insane that they did a map painting of a neighborhood that doesn't even look like the neighborhood for the movie. <laughs> but it makes me love this movie even more.
2: Again, and did, did anybody ask any questions? You think none, none, no, none. they like they
0: looked at it like this. <laughs> make, this works. This works. Really. <laughs> we already spent the money. You already made the painting. Just use it. <laughs>
2: I love it oh i absolutely
0: love it oh fucking mr wing
2: utterly amazing
0: all right so that 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 is gremlins i mean look okay we tore it to pieces but please please sitters know that we did it in in, in an absolutely loving way because we adore this movie
2: i absolutely love this movie it's a christmas
0: watch it's Mm -hmm. a it's a watch anytime but it is it's every year it's a christmas watch hands down Mm Mm-hmm. Oh for my sure.
2: goodness! If you're ever gonna uh, ever peek into Gremlins 2, because because uh, that was on a Christmas movie, that's just in the city on a random you know, that's a hot summer that, day movie. That might be a yeah, it yeah. might be a hot summer day movie because yeah, it could be a Tuesday afternoon for all we know, but because yeah, he's working nine to five, um, but. <laughs> Sean doesn't know what to do with himself
0: right now. This is like Christmas came early for me, I just love it. Please. You you
2: missed me last weekend, didn't you? I did. I
0: did. Doing your impression wasn't enough. I need the real thing.
2: But, um, so if you, please, if you, if you haven't seen Gremlins 2, please experience it in this fashion. Hi. Google. Well, you can. Absolutely. You would
0: thoroughly enjoy yourself.
2: But, But watch Key and Peele's. Oh my God. It's called The Writer's Room for gremlins 2 watch that skit i lost my mind watching them because by this point obviously because I'm, I'm a little older and i have seen gremlins 2 by this point i was going like i'm like oh my god oh my god this is literally the movie <laughs> it was, and then and then go and watch gremlins 2 it's such a good time it's such a good time there's i think i think that's another movie again we'll have to dive into maybe we'll do that in the summer creature feature Hell yeah! Nice. Hell yeah! Huzzah! When to, is Future Future? Th- April. Uh,
0: that's uh, April,
2: May, Ju- uh, July. Huzzah!
0: July. Okay. Wear your short centers. <laughs> two quick things about that King Peel. One, I am going to post a short little clip of Joe Dante talking about that sketch. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And two, something in the back of my head says that this movie is so special to um, Jordan Peele. He may have a Gremlins 2 in him somewhere down the line. You could totally see that, right? I could see that. Right? Absolutely. Oh, my God. All right, look. Uh, our mouth just out into the atmosphere. Please. <laughs> Put it right in Jordan Peele's sweet, delicious ear. Oh, all right, so my take on um, Gremlins 2 is it's like an acid pleasure <laughs> in the best way possible. I love it so much. Um, it, it It takes like... It just takes the the parts of Gremlins that everybody talked about, and they're like, imagine if we just made it like ten times crazier, and then they just absolutely and, went and they and did, did that. And yeah. they did. Yeah, oh, so much fun. Okay, <laughs> so sinners, we gotta we gotta wrap up the end of the year. We gotta get to our next podcast because we're giving you one more juicy holiday movie before we're out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for us. Please go watch Gremlins. It is just incredible. It's a delight. It is. <laughs> Everybody involved with it, great job. Good on you. Mm -hmm. Shannon, you know what to do.
2: And that's a cut. I got my.